Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Okay, well good morning girls. Why don't you put your hands together wherever you are around the world. Come on, girls, put your hands together. <laughs> Welcome everybody um, this morning. So welcome to what is Sisterhood, our friendship table. And it is fantastic to be here. You actually look amazing. You actually look beautiful. And so we are coming to you girls Today we're coming to you live in real time from um, California, from our California studios, which is incredible. So I just want to give a shout out while we can. A shout out to our incredible um, television and film crews, both in um, Sydney, Australia and here in California, because they are remarkable. God is amazing. Technology is amazing. I cannot actually believe that we are talking from here right into your hearts and into your lives. But um, let's just put our hands together and thank our amazing team for all that they do. Amen. In Jesus' name. Beautiful. So girls, are you gathered? If you are running into different, different camp, um, campuses around the, the country, why don't you just get in there quickly, sit down, find a space. It's beautiful. You know what? As always, I trust that you are well and that you um, are strong and that you're in good health and that uh, your fellowship is sweet. I really pray that your fellowship is sweet whether you're in the room or whether you're on the chat line today. And even if you're watching on the chat, we've seen a few people looking in from different parts around the world. Um, you know what? You're not alone. You just need to get in that chat and get involved and um, become part of this table and be part of, become part of the sisterhood. Amen. I was actually, um, girls, I was actually in... Uh, Atlanta a couple of weeks back for the opening of our Atlanta room and I met so many girls who were like Pastor Bobby we love sisterhood we love sisterhood and they were actually also so grateful um, for Color Conference so that is fantastic amen in a moment I'm gonna look what I've got on the table with me girls by the way can you actually see them amen <laughs> we've got beautiful Lucille here and Carly um, Carrasco hallelujah I'm gonna talk to them in one second but girls this is our um, 14th table it is table 14 and we're actually um, at the back end of what is Series 2, which is pretty awesome. And I've talked to everybody at home, and the consensus is that this is working, that everyone loves this format, mm -hmm. they're loving what it does, they're loving the community it is building, the conversations that it's building. So we're going to actually continue, and we're going to actually do a third series. Um, next week, everyone say next week. Next week. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag all put there. But um, next week we have our Sisterhood United Night in Australia and up into Indonesia. And it's going to be a fantastic night. Friday, I think the girls will talk to that more. But it's going to be on Friday night and then um, Tuesday night for Brisbane. I think Thursday for our Western Australian girls. I'm excited about it. Girls, we are rallying the troops. We are rallying the girls. Hence this poster. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're such hippies here. But um, I'm excited for it because... Um, um, 
Laura is going to host that with the girls and um, we've got the amazing and beautiful Lucinda Dooley um, coming in from South Africa, um, not literally on a plane, but she's going to be speaking to us. And you know what? We all love Lucinda. Mm, she's incredible, she's right? She's always passionate and pastoral and inspiring. And I've already had a little glimpse of what she's doing, so it's going to be a great night. And then, girls, we have two weeks break. Everyone say two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> Thank you, girls. And, um, and then we will come back and I'll be here and I'm got, I've actually um, got Christine Kane joining me, which is pretty awesome. So Chris only had one month, that she, uh, not one month, one week that she could give me in uh, July. And so she's coming, she's going to be on the table, she's just written a brand new book. And so I think that's going to be fantastic that we can actually be there with her. Amen. So I'm just going to turn on my computer and see where I'm up to. So here's the deal, girls. Sisterhood 2021. We are going from strength to strength Amen. to strength. And I just want to encourage you. Why don't you just turn to someone in the room, if you're with someone, and just say, you know what, sweetheart, we are going from strength to strength to strength. It's a favourite saying of mine in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Are you doing that? I hope so. Can't hear you, but I'm <laughs> hearing you in faith. And then also, like I just said, I'm so thrilled today that um, these two amazing women are alongside. And um, I'm sure that there are many in Australia and Hills and Marylands who are doing a little bit of a um, glory <laughs> dance shake, you know, what, not shake. What would they be doing? A Yahoo. A Yahoo. Yeah, a yeah. yell. Yeah. Amen. But um, it's awesome. So for those of you who don't know, Lucille is um, family. She is married to my Ben. Mm -hmm. uh, she's my daughter-in-law, obviously. Four beautiful children um, and uh, incredible. And so mm. how long have you guys been here? We've been here seven and a half years. Really? Yes. Seven and it's a half wild. years ago. It's gone really fast. So seven and a half year, years ago, you came here and you planted, these guys planted what is Hillsong, California, mm -hmm. and have done an incredible job. And in recent times, you've kind of like, um, that role has morphed and changed into where you are alongside Pastor Brian and myself, Pops and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just really helping to oversight our USA pastors and the teams there. So are you well? I'm so good. I'm I'm peaking to be at sisterhood and I just know that all the girls are in the room there so I'm like my heart yeah. is there but it's also here but I just I love sisterhood. You look beautiful we've been here for I think six weeks now mm. and we've seen each other twice this <laughs> is the second time. Pathetic. So well, um, we, We've been a little bit busy with different things. Yeah that's true so anyway I'm excited for what you're going to share in a few moments and then of course Carly incredible so incredible woman of God beautiful looking stunning right now Thank you. and I know I know the girls at home are like Carly there's Carly because you've only been here since what Christmas yeah so next week it'll be six months six months wow. six months that we've been here and you're a legend because your little guy yeah. Noah isn't well today no, and so I think you're amazing for being here with me today I'm so appreciate that and you guys came here so Sam and Carly, they've got two little boys, but they came here and they are serving and um, doing a great job with um, our OC campus. Okay, is there anything you miss about home? Is there anyone you want to give a special shout out to? <laughs> yes, my mum. I love you, <laughs> Donna Gonda, so much. I miss you. Oh my gosh. I wish you were here. We just need the Australian borders to open up so that Amen. you can come and see your grandchildren. And hi to everybody else, Maryland, Hill, City, everybody. I love you so much. <laughs> Amen. Fantastic. Girls, shall we pray, hey? Because otherwise I'll spend my entire time saying hello. And I actually really want to actually bring some thoughts to you today. So, Father God, we just thank you 
that we get to do um, life together. We thank you for the power of sisterhood and community. And right now, Lord, we commit ourselves to you. We commit the word to you and the exhortation and the encouragement. And I pray, Holy Spirit, I believe, Lord, that you've got an agenda for today, that you're actually going to minister to hearts and minister to lives. So, Lord, with humility of heart, we commit ourselves to you. In Jesus' name. And everyone said? Amen. 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 All right, girls, you know what? It's been six weeks since I've had a chance to talk. And so I just want to spend a little bit of time just bringing... Um, some things from my heart to your heart and hopefully more than that, the heart of God. And you know, the last six weeks um, under the banner of what matters to me, because that was the arching language that we put over the table um, in series two, um, the girls have hosted tables around community, around good news, around knowing God and being known of God. It was beautiful, Cass, you did beautiful tables, all of you actually. And then also we spent two weeks camped around contentment. And personally, I have loved, I have loved watching on and seeing the beautiful diversity and the different girls that we've had on the, on the table. So I just want to say thank you for like taking responsibility and doing that so beautifully. But today I just want to bring a devotional thought, if I may, um, around the steadfast love of God, if I may, the steadfast mm. love of God. Because girls, if anything matters to me, if anything matters to me, it's actually you. You actually matter to me. You matter to Pastor Brian and I. Your health, your well-being, your sense of peace and composure <clears throat> in times that are actually quite shifting and changing. You matter to me. You know, girls, I often say, you'll agree here with me here, I know you too well, but I often say, you know it, I often say His mercies are new every morning. It just kind of rolls off my tongue. Mm -hmm. It rolls off my tongue like another verse which says, you know, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. And I personally love that one because honestly, is that not the essence of the gospel? Is that not the essence of the kingdom? Is that not the essence of what we're actually about as a church, even as we move into this coming weekend that is actually so critical <clears throat> at home? But I, I love that. His mercy is in you every morning. But I think it's worth noting um, that that beautiful truth, His mercies are new every morning, that beautiful truth belongs in the same sentence or is attached to the same sentence, the same declaration as the steadfast love of God. So for one moment, let me read to you from Lamentations chapter 3. And it literally says, it'll come up on the screen, the steadfast love of the Lord, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, great is your faithfulness. Mm. How beautiful is that? The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. You know, in the message, it actually says, it actually describes that love as loyal, God's loyal love. And then if we look to the NIV, it says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. We are not consumed. So girls, in those four lines, there's a powerful declaration about the love of God. It never ceases. It never comes to an end in this here and now or in eternity. It is new every morning. It's loyal. And again, because of it, we are actually not consumed. And I actually think that is powerful. We're not mm. consumed in this life or the next. And, um, you know, the word steadfast defined is loyal, devoted, faithful, committed, dedicated, dependable, reliable. And the Hebrew word 
in that context is actually talking about covenant faithfulness. Everyone say covenant faithfulness. Covenant Beautiful. Faithfulness. Okay, you guys don't have to say that every time I say that. <laughs> We're getting into it. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Just backing I mean, you up. Amen. Praise God. God. <laughs> we love the studio. But here's the deal, girls. Listen to me. We, if we just think about that for a moment and meditate, you know, we are not talking about some lightweight reality here. We're not talking about a lightweight reality. We are actually talking about a profound commitment from God's end towards us, a profound commitment. And that's actually a revelation. Yeah. So you know what? I'm just going to give you three quick things that I know to be true of the steadfast love of God. And then I'm going to get these girls to speak into our lives. And I actually woke up a few morning, uh, a few, a couple of weeks ago, thinking about you and thinking these words. And these words dropped into my spirit. So the first thing, if you're taking notes, okay, so guys, remember, the table is about bringing a devotional, a teaching, the heart of God. And then we join voices and um, we add our perspective and our wisdom to that. And then you guys get to actually do that where you're at. But the first thing I want to say is that the steadfast love of God its nature, obviously, is to lead us well and compel us onwards, obviously. Do you know, girls, everything about life is onwards and upwards or onwards and downwards. You know, Proverbs says the, the path or the, the path of the just shines brighter and brighter into the perfect day. It also says, you know, the path of the just winds upward. Everything else spirals downwards. And, you know, the nature of life is perpetual motion. So we are, girls, we are in perpetual motion towards an end. And I believe that that end is where we would hear the Father, Father God say, do you know what? Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into what I have prepared for you. And I, what I felt to bring today, like Pastor, I've actually agonised over some of these words. You know, when it comes to the nature and the integrity of God, there is nothing within that nature and integrity that will ever lead you astray or do you harm. It will never. Yeah. You know, whereas everything um, contrary to the nature of God, which is the enemy, everything about His nature is actually to lead astray and to do harm. And I think that when we hunger and when we thirst and seek and remain humble in spirit before Him, His steadfast love will honour and value everything within you that is precious and everything that you in turn hold precious. So you know what, as a parent this morning, today, wherever you're watching from around the world, you might be concerned about your children if you have children. Well, I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to say to you that He holds them precious Amen. also. Amen. And His steadfast love is able to rescue them. So don't stop praying and don't speak, stop speaking faith over them and into their situations. Do you know, Laura, sweetheart, I meant to ask you permission to tell this story, but I feel that you've already preached it yourself. But you know, a number of years ago, Brian and I were traveling across the United States to a conference in Canada. And halfway across the, the United States, um, Brian just got alerted in his spirit. He got anxious in his spirit for our daughter, Laura, who was in her late teens. And she was at home staying with my assistant, Linda, at the time. And he's on the plane. He's like looking at me going, where's Laura? And I'm like, well, she's at home, honey. And he's like, no, where is she right now? And I'm like, babe, I don't know. She... So the plane landed at another transit stop. He got on the phone and he phoned Linda and he's like, where is Laura? Where is she? 
And Linda's like, oh, she's at a friend's place. And like straight away he said, okay, Linda, I want you to drop what you're doing right now. I want you to go over, her, over there and I want you to get her. And you know what happened was Laura was in a really compromised position. She was like in a dangerous space and the Holy Spirit alerted Brian. So I'm talking about how the things within you that you value are precious to God, but also the things that you hold valuable um, are precious to Him also. The Holy Spirit knew, cared about my beautiful daughter and um, intervened into a situation and rescued it. Another similar time happened with Ben. Like, you know that you probably know this story when I tell it, but you know, we were in Seattle at a conference speaking and a, an older gentleman came up. I've told this story before, girls, sorry, but an older gentleman came up and said, um, you know what, I just feel to pray for your children. And to be brutally honest, girls, <laughs> tragically, I got a little bit offended because I was like, I don't know who you are and my children are fine, but you know what, they weren't. And he prayed for our boys and he prayed for our children. And Ben was in a critical situation where he was trying to rescue that friend at the end of yeah. high school and witness that friend in a terrible accident and nearly die. And it really shook him up. So again, I just want to encourage us, encourage you today, encourage someone today. The Holy Spirit cares. The Holy Spirit knows. And you can trust the steadfast love of God in this situation as an individual. Can I just say, you might have a heart that has been harmed or aggrieved. You might have a heart that is disappointed or let down. Maybe you've sat down in your sadness. And to be honest, can I be pastoral here? It's really easy for us in this climate of 20, 2021 to sit down in our sadness. But you know, again, I feel that the Holy Spirit would say to you, hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm here, look to me. Look to my redemptive nature. Look to my steadfast nature. And if you take my hand, so the Spirit of God, I'm saying to some girls, Spirit of God said, if you take my hand, I will help you rise up and we can continue to walk on together. Because why? The nature of the steadfast love of God is always onwards and upwards. And girls, I'm just gonna say, a heart that hungers and thirsts after the living God um, is not going to be easily led astray. When I was 15, I uh, got saved with about eight girlfriends from school. And with the passage of time, they all started to fall away and backslide. And I can remember like watching this horrific scenario about three of them stayed their course and perhaps those other girls have come back again, I don't know. But I remember watching them as a 15 year old and thinking, oh my gosh, I don't wanna backslide. And I remember praying, God, please don't let me backslide, please God. I was like, God, please don't let me backslide. If I backslide, God, I love you, Jesus, I love you. I will die if I backslide. And I actually felt the Holy Spirit say, you know what, honey, with a heart like that, you're never gonna backslide. So I just wanna encourage you, hey, in Jesus' name. First Corinthians, I know I'm teaching here. I'm gonna give these girls time to speak. First Corinthians says, um, 10 says, we all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being, but God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, nature and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each, and each test is an opportunity to trust Him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously, amen? And I think it's important to note that in the Amplified, it actually says we overcome those temptations with joy. 
Second thing, quickly, the steadfast love of God will brighten our choices. It will brighten your choices and allow you to make the right choices. And again, girls, whether we like it or not, whether we like it or not, <laughs> um, life is just full of choices. It is, a, it is just full of crossroad choices. And I often think that it's at the crossroads that a deeper revelation of the cross um, happens. You know, I don't think, you know, deciding what to wear today was necessarily a crossroad decision. But the big spaces in life, the big decisions in life, when we choose to keep going, when we choose to not sit again in sadness or defeat or despair or disappointment, it's at those crossroads we actually get a revelation of the cross. And um, I just want to encourage you, choice is the fork in the road where we choose according to life and trust in God's steadfast love and wisdom and providence or the alternative that usually appeases the flesh or um, appeases our humanity. And it ultimately, that choice ultimately will not deliver the will of God into your life. I don't know if you've been watching The Chosen, um, a television television series that is on at the moment. And thus far, I absolutely love it. And uh, you just need to remember, it is the non-fiction of the gospel with fiction built around the characters and the time. So if you understand that, you're not gonna get weirded out by anything. But there is this one scene I recall where um, Jesus and I think Peter are talking with Thomas, who's about to have his moment of truth, his encounter with truth. And you watch and suddenly it's like the penny drops, the revelation penny drops as the eyes of his understanding um, open and brighten. And then in this uh, television show, you see the character who plays Jesus and he literally, you see on his face, he kind of goes, ah, there it is. It's like the moment happened, the penny dropped, the, the lights went on. And I just want to encourage us girls as a sisterhood, to be a sisterhood known for our revelation eyes of who Jesus is and our collective um, determination to press on. Amen. Do you believe it in Jesus' name? And then the third thing I want to say just real quick is that I believe the steadfast nature, um, the steadfast love of God, its nature is to obviously ease burden and fuel the joy, obviously. Matthew um, 11, Matthew 11 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest to your souls. Verse 30, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And here's the deal. You know, I mean, what is not to love about that? But Jesus is actually not saying there's no burden and there's no yoke. We just have to get better at allowing Him to carry the burden of our life, our calling, whatever it is, and loosen that yoke in Jesus' name. And um, I was thinking today when I was preparing this, um, it's like when you carry, you're carrying um, a heavy carry-on at an airport and you're walking down those long corridors and you haven't got your wheelies, you've got your carry-on, you've got to carry, you've decided to carry that lovely leather bag and carry and it's got everything that's important in life and it's killing you, it's killing your shoulders, it's just killing you. And it's like, um, it's like then suddenly, it's like good, good husband or good, good gentleman comes along or good, good son says, here, let me carry that for you. And suddenly the burden is lifted and suddenly you can actually enjoy the thought of actually getting to that gate and getting on that plane and the adventure that is in front of you. Well, you know what? Jesus is our good, good um, 
son. He's our good, good son. He is that he is our good, good gentleman who comes along in the person of the Holy Spirit. He is um, our good, good husband, kinsman, redeemer, who comes along to help us carry the weights of life and escort us home. Amen. And so the thing I love about sisterhood, um, healthy sisterhood, is that we get to encourage one another in that good, good, steadfast love of God. And so girls, I've chatted to you a little bit off um, the table about today. And I would just love you both just to take time. Don't be rushed. Just take some time and just share. Because, you know, obviously both of you have had challenges. You've had moments in your life when you've had to like choose the steadfast love of God. You've had to choose and rise up or um, learn these lessons. So I'd love you both to share with the girls. Lisa, why don't you go first? Yeah, I, I love that you're talking and that we're talking and we're all sharing around these foundational truths because I feel like it's stuff that we never graduate from. Um, I feel like it's something that we should always remind ourselves on and always pass on as well to the next generation. Um, you know, I'm really passionate about the steadfast love of God and what it can do in our lives because I live like I've lived my life by that. Um, personally and you know our stories are powerful and I would say for me growing up as a little girl that had a lot of fear a lot of anxiety a lot of um, just a very aware of my brokenness um, I had Jesus like my relationship with Jesus was my anchor the house of God was my anchor um, the word of God was a the truth that I measured everything by. And so when I hear you talking about this, I'm like, oh, it's just, it's so important. And I hope we never lose sight of um, the power of God and what it can do in our lives and what we can have access to. So in saying that, I was also, um, I feel like I come from a very strong spiritual legacy and I had a mum, shout out Vereen and Hilma, yeah. <laughs> a mum and a grandma um, who, you know, I adore, who showed me firsthand what it was to, um, hold on to Jesus and to not lose my joy, no matter what was kind of going on around me. And it's funny when you were talking to me about um, being a part of this table, I was like reading through some of my old journals because to me that always just takes that. me back. Um, and the simplicity of it, you know, of just chasing after God and, and some of like my heart's cry at that young tender age. And I actually found um, a journal entry when I was 16 years old. So it was like 2002, I think, which was feels like <laughs> forever ago. But I actually remember this moment so being so poignant in my life. Um, and I think they got a, um, a photo of it. The guys are going to yeah. put it up. So it's the prayer of Jabez, but it's a, it's a paraphrased version. But I remember reading this and I had to print it out. I had to like, you can tell it was I was 16 on <laughs> the drawings yeah, around it. it. That's so like um, in. Yeah. <laughs> but it says, Lord, bless me indeed. Do something wow. so big in my life that is so obviously wow. from you. Wow. Increase my influence and opportunities for you. Give me a sense of your continual presence and direction. Protect me. Keep me from falling into Satan's traps. Amen. Wow. And um, I just wow. remember like, this being such a poignant time because I was praying this bold prayer that Jabez cried out to God. And at a time where I felt anything but bold, um, there was so much uncertainty in my life. But again, it was like my relationship with Jesus was that anchor. And knowing that um, I could chase truth and stand on that, no matter what was happening, was a lifeline for me. It really was. And I was thinking about that idea even of... Um, when we chase truth, like it's, 
It's sometimes, I believe, not even enough to chase truth and to know truth, but it's actually, we have to choose truth. So to me, going between chasing truth and choosing truth is like, goes hand in hand because, you know, the day and age we're living in, society is so quick to tell us um, who we should be, how we should handle things, what we should believe. But um, the power of going, well, that's fine and it can get noisy at times, but there's just something about seeking God. What do you say? What do you say about this? What do you say about me? What do I do? And there's been times where I felt His presence and felt answers and there's been times where I haven't. But again, that's yeah. the power of choice, right? It's yeah. all a choice. It's yeah. like going back to that yeah. foundational thing of even when I don't have an answer, even when I don't feel His presence, I keep choosing to choose what I read, choose what right. goes in, choose what I watch, choose how I position myself. The amount of times I've walked into church feeling one way <laughs> and just being there and letting worship just opening my heart and whether I could sing or whether I couldn't and I could just stand there in His presence. I mean, the amount of times that I have walked out going, God, I'm so glad I went because it's just about positioning yourself. And that's what what I love about you sharing about these choices. It's so important. And I'm teaching my own girl, like I'm teaching my daughters this stuff. Um, We have huge, long conversations about like remembering what we actually have access to in Jesus. And I don't, I could not do my life without Jesus. And I know that so many um, don't, and it's telling of our times as well, because life is hard and it doesn't come down as challenges. But when we have Jesus, it's like, we always like come back, come back to what He says, come back to those foundational truths that yeah. His, His love, um, it carries us. And so I just, I think it's one of those things that I don't, I don't think I'll ever graduate from and I want to constantly remind myself because whether I've been in a season where um, he changes a situation or he just changes me, either way, he's great. He graces yeah. me, you know? And so um, if I would say anything, it's that like we, we never graduate from reminding ourselves the power of doing, just doing life with Jesus and chasing truth and choosing truth. You know, it's, it's bold. It's a bold prayer to pray Jabez's prayer. Absolutely. It's scary. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if many of you um, know of Jabez's prayer or have heard of it. Um, it's tucked away in the Old Testament. It's quite obscure, but it's pretty powerful. And um, I had a season in my life where we, I prayed Jabez's prayer and then all hell kept breaking out. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not praying that prayer anymore. I take it back. I take, yeah, it, back. take it back. But when I, yeah, I don't really take it back. But uh, what I'm saying is, you know, that's a bold prayer. Mm. And the fruit of it is magnificent in your yeah. life and that, but it's not been easy, right? It's because, not you know, easy. I mean, just pass it to me for one second, because honestly, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, there's, there's, there's protection here from, you know, the strategies of the enemy and what yeah. have you. And I, I know that you've gone through lots of tough times and as we all do. And I'm, I'm really proud of you, Lucille, that you've um, pushed through and that you've remained and you've remained steadfast and you haven't sat down when um, everything sometimes is wanting you to sit down. You're an amazing girl. We'll come back. Carly, tell us about your world. Just go wherever you want to, darling, because you're beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like when um, when you and I were chatting, I was like feeding you just story after story because God has been so kind, honestly. And I felt like that was 
the word that he kind of spoke over me. So when I when I saw this, the steadfast love of God, for me, it <coughs> translated as his kindness. Yeah. And I love this thought, you already alluded to it, but the definition of steadfast, it means fixed in direction, steadily yeah. directed, firm in purpose, resolution, faith, attachment, unwavering, firmly established and fixed in place or position. And I just love this idea that we're one house with many rooms. And I love that for me, I got saved at 16 in our house on a summer camp. And it was the first time so I really good. felt compelled. Yeah. You know, that, that you know, you're talking about yeah. Brian, just hearing from God and just being pulled in, in a way. And I felt like that was for me at 16. And it doesn't happen every week or every day. You don't no. feel that. And I feel there's no. been a few times in my life where I felt that. And honestly, when we got here, um, we were here for a month. And to be honest, because of the landscape mm -hmm. of COVID, there was no inventory for houses. And so I was looking every day on every avenue. We had an agent helping us. And one day he actually sat down with me and he goes, Carly, I don't know what to tell you. Like there's no houses for you to rent. There's yeah, nothing right. popping up. And I just remember feeling compelled not to get a house for us, yeah. but we've always lived, Sam and I have always lived in apartments. One, because they're right. easier to clean. Love yeah, that. True. <laughs> um, but I really just felt compelled to have a house to build community here so that it could be a place where people would find home mm. and then they would f find home in the house of God on the weekends. And I, I just started driving the streets. I've never, you don't do this <laughs> in Australia, but people are very old school and like to put signs out the front of their house saying for rent. And so because nothing was going on the internet, I just started driving. I had worship in my car. And honestly, I don't think I've ever prayed so bold in my life. I just started praying for a house that would be able to house community. And honestly, it was a miracle yeah. how we got the house. Yeah. We got the house and, um, and to be honest with you, even when it didn't have furniture in it, it has had so many people for the first time who've never even been to our church just come over and then all of a sudden they're coming on weekends. And so for me, yeah, I just, I, I felt compelled for it. I think yeah. um, one of the other things that you talked about was about um, his steadfast love, it fuels the joy. Yes. And I love this because, I mean, I've been a part of our church for 26 years and been a youth pastor. I always say I'm a youth pastor for life, yeah. for you know, life. for life. For life. Once My a youth pastor. don't graduate from youth ministry. No, once a youth pastor, <laughs> always a youth pastor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so for me, I just, um, now being a campus pastor, I, I'm still looking after age groups. And I love this idea that every time I lose the sense of joy, I remember the stories. And for me, right. every time I can pinpoint yeah. an individual story, it almost fuels that joy of, you know, um, the decision or the just keep going or the choices I make. And, you know, I when I think about the individual stories, I don't just think about their story, but for me, I have this like, I guess you could call it a motto, but I almost say like, I don't want to miss it because it could be the one time that your wow. friend comes to church and you've been yeah, praying wow. for 20 years. Yeah. Or it could be the one moment you feel a yeah. calling from God. Or it could be the one moment your son or daughter comes home like Bobby already talked about. It could be the one moment you get healed. It could be the one moment. And I just feel like I don't ever want to miss that. So for me, I'm like, I think about sisterhood or yeah. Sunday services and I just never want to miss it because it could be that one time where you just meet with God. And then I'll finish with this thought, but I, I love that you um, you just said Kingsman Redeemer. Yeah. And I love that that starts in the book of Ruth. And that's what I've been reading at the moment. And I love that Ruth had this 
overwhelming sense of, you know, I'm just going to keep pushing forward and I don't know what the future holds. She had lost a lot. She'd been in a season of like confusion and grief and doubt and disappointment. It didn't look like what maybe God, like she didn't know God at the time, but what her mother-in-law thought. And I just love that um, this story is like this beautiful redemption story about the Kingsman Redeemer who just comes and he brings her back to a place that she kind of, it's like full circle restoration. And it's in reference to Jesus that he would just restore everything. And those things that you talked about, those things that matter that we really desire, it's the Kingsman Redeemer, it's Jesus who comes back full circle and says, I'm gonna restore what you've lost. I'm gonna bring back, there's gonna be joy. And he's just gonna keep that steadfast love towards us. Absolutely. Like I, I mention it in here because I had looked it up in the Amplified, but again, it said like we're in Corinthians where it's talking about trials and testing and everything like that, which is just part of life, guys. Yeah. Like honestly, it is part of life. So, um, but in the Amplified, in that verse, it literally says, and you will overcome with joy. Yeah. And that is really why church is so important. It's what you are saying, Lucille, like mm-hmm. connection, fellowship and it's because we, it inspires memory and it inspires the story and it reminds us of this. It's so simplistic, yet it's so profound, so yeah. proun, profound, yet so simplistic that there is a kinsman redeemer. I was just reading that also because someone gifted when at Phoenix, when we went to the college graduation, they gifted um, the New Passion uh, translation. I think they've put judges He's put Judges and uh, the Book of Ruth mm-hmm. um, together. So I, I just read that the other day. It's beautiful. Do you want to add anything here? No, I love it. I, I think. Yeah. But you know, like as a mum, we've got a couple of minutes. Yeah. But like just quickly, we're only going to get a couple of minutes. But like as a mum, Savannah is what, turning 13? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, yeah, like, how, like it's, it's one thing to say that, but how do you actually, how do you example it? I guess example it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of just example yeah. it to example it. <laughs> you just yeah. wake up and yeah. do it. This is good, guys. No, I, I think I've had to remember as a mum that like I had my own journey when I was their age. And um, I think okay. to myself, what would I have loved somebody to yeah. instill in me? And a lot of people did. I mean, they're in youth now and yeah. it's just so wild to go, um, I want to wow. remind them of the things that are going to help them just know who they are in God. Like I know yeah. it can be, like you said, simple and profound, but um, we sometimes do, like not all the time, but we'll do a devotional together where we just literally read a couple of verses and I'm like, like, what do you think? Like, what does that mean to you? Yeah. And just hearing from their own heart, like how that they interpret that and yeah it's really important to me to just keep it really natural and open and and also like to be honest I'm I'm not I don't protect them from everything like I show them when I'm going through a hard time and and I want them to (laughs) like like for the for the purpose let me let me finish I show them because I want them to see that like I'm pressing into Jesus when it's hard for mummy yeah I say out oh. for mummy, but like I said that to Blake. Well, Mummy's yes. having a mummy. <laughs> mummy needs to just lie down. Mummy needs Jesus. <laughs> mummy needs Jesus. Yeah. No. Well, we're having fun here. I don't know about you girls. <laughs> it's good to lie. Oh. That's what I love about our church. Light and shade. Yeah. Light and shade. We can always. go deep 
and yep. then we just go like yeah. ridiculous. Bring it back. But it's the joy. And again, girls, time has escaped us. Can you believe that I've got like <laughs> one and a half minutes? I'm sorry, but I actually, I want to do Instant Into Your Life and I wanted the girls to like echo and compliment that and they've done it beautifully. And the cool thing is that, you know what? We can just circle around these. I'm sure, you, I'm, I know I'm going to have you both back on this at some point. And um, yeah, it's going to be great. So, you know, I, a few, a, a week, I don't know, I'm losing track of time, girls. But um, I posted something on Instagram about latter-day tears and what have you. And then um, I just, my, my spirit just got pulled to, to Isaiah 61, where it talks about so many beautiful things that are a part of our lives, but it talks and it actually says, put on the garment of praise mm. for a spirit of heaviness. And I really do pr pray that today our fellowship around this table and the fellowship that you girls, the majority of you are going to now have in your rooms together, um, that if you are remotely feeling like there is a spirit of heaviness upon you, do you know what the key is to put on the garment of praise? Yeah. It's like take off the heaviness and put on the garment of praise. Put on the garments of salvation. Remind yourself. See, like today, we are reminding one another of what the beautiful garments of salvation are. And um, so I pray that you're encouraged. Amen. I'm going to pray for you and then the girls are going to disperse and um, they will just talk about lots of wonderful things and I guess open the conversation more. But Carly, why don't you just pray for the girls, hey? Yeah. And if you just pray for them and then like just quickly, why don't you just... If there's anyone who just needs to open their heart to the love of God, won't you do that? Yeah, Sweetheart. absolutely. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for this beautiful friendship table and that we can be gathered in so many different rooms. I pray that you would um, speak to every single girl and this week, God, that your steadfast love would go with them. Thank you that you would continue to just bless them in this season, God. Show and reveal your kindness again and again and again. And I would just love to talk to anybody right now Jesus. in any room who can hear my voice. And maybe you don't know Jesus. Maybe you don't know this beautiful Kingsman yeah. Redeemer for yourself. Yeah. And all you have to do is invite Him in. You don't have to tick a whole lot of religious boxes, change who you are. He's done everything for you. And the book of Romans says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that He is Lord, then you will be saved. And so I'd love to pray with you right where you are. And if you wanna make this decision, just pray this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, thank you that you died for me, that you rose again, that today I choose you, that you wipe away all of my past mistakes. Today I'm a Christian. Would you help me live a life that serves you Beautiful. and honours you in Jesus' name? Mm. Amen. 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 Thank you, sweetheart. Thank Lovely. you, Lucille. Love you both. Thank you, girls, for being with us. Amen. And, you know, if you made a decision, then, uh, you know, if you are in one of our campus locations, the girls will give you a pathway of further response there. And if you're watching online and you prayed that prayer with Carly for the first time, do you know what? There's mechanism within the online um, format for you to actually sort of say, you know, I have made a decision. Um, what do I do now? You know what? Love you girls. Thank you for being with us again. And I know it's cold and wintry in Australia. Our hearts are with you. Pastor Brian and I are praying for you and loving you. My goodness, can I just make you laugh for a minute? He's growing a ponytail, girls. <laughs> like seriously. And right now, if anyone is watching in who was with st at staff, they, the staff erupted when they saw it. But like, God bless him. He's a man of vision. And his ponytail is about this big. It is this big. And um, a guy who works for us said, oh, that is amazing. He called it my little pony. <laughs> so, so we are loving
loving Brian, and he is just he is just owning it and loving it, and he doesn't care, and he just goes, you know. So you might see it on the weekend, but God bless him. But we are praying, and it's a strategic weekend coming up, and I know that the breath of God and the hand of God is going to be all over this weekend in Jesus' name. Okay, I love your heart and soul, and we will see you shortly. Amen. See you later. Bye. Love ya. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you have time, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me in the review or comments section. I look forward to being with you again next time.